It's time now for a business update with our business reporter Kim Moody. Tinakwe Kim, Sky City's profits have rebounded strongly. Kia ora Charlotte, gaming company Sky City Entertainment has had a strong recovery as open borders and no COVID restrictions lifted activity. The company's posted a net profit of $8 million from last year's near $34 million loss. The bottom line has been knocked by nearly $100 million of one-off costs associated with its Adelaide casino to cover possible penalties for anti-money laundering breaches and the value of its licence. Discounting the one-offs, the normalised profit was nearly $139 million, compared with just under $10 million. Chief Executive Michael O'Hearn says business is back to pre-COVID levels, with the Auckland flagship casino driving group earnings as tourists return to the city, which he expects to continue. We, uh, we're cautiously optimistic about the future. Um, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a lot going on. You know, you've got um, a bit of uncertainty, I suppose, in the domestic, in the domestic uh, economy. Um, but we've seen, you know, good solid levels of visitation to our, our casino and our precinct. Um, and we're seeing, you know, that the year has progressed really well from an international tourism point of view. We, we've certainly been a beneficiary of that. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to have a very strong summer from an international tourism perspective. Michael Ahern says the Horizon Hotel will open next year and the International Convention Centre being rebuilt after the 2019 fire sometime in 2025. The healthcare and animal care products company EBOS has posted strong profit growth with record revenue. The net profit is up 25% to 253.4 million Australian dollars, while revenue rose 14% to 12.2 billion. Its healthcare businesses' underlying profit rose a third on the back of acquisitions. The animal care business profit rose 24% on strong growth in brand foods and a new pet food manufacturing facility. Chief Executive John Cullity says the company is continuing to invest for growth. EBOS has achieved another record result driven by both organic growth and acquisitions completed in the prior year, particularly our live healthcare business. The defensive and diversified nature of our portfolio of businesses is reflected in the result, with both our healthcare and animal care segments delivering double-digit underlying growth. Consistent with our strategy of investing for growth, we recently completed the acquisition of Superior Pet Food Company at the end of July. Superior is a leading manufacturer and supplier of premium dog rolls in New Zealand. EBOS will pay a full-year dividend of $1.110 a share. Retirement village operator Somerset's first-half profit was flat on reduced property value gains, but higher margins drove an increase in its underlying earnings. Its bottom-line profit was $133.1 million as a drop in new retirement units hit the portfolio value. But underlying profit rose 6% to just over $87 million as significantly higher margins cushioned the impact of lower sales. Somerset Chief Executive Scott Schooler says it's unlikely the company can maintain the higher margins as it has benefited from long-term build contracts. But he says despite the lower sales, it's a solid result. 
essentially you know, relative to the second half of 2022 is pretty much the same level of sales and relative to the first half it's sort of within five percent so you know you sort of cast back to the con- trading conditions that we're operating in the first half of 2022 and they're, they're extremely different so you know for sales to hold up pretty close to the same level you know i think is is a real credit to just the underlying level of demand coming into retirement villages Somerset delivered 152 new units in the first half and expects to deliver between 625 and 675 this year. Agribusiness Group Scales Corporation's half-year profits are down nearly 60% as Cyclone Gabrielle and poor fruit harvest hit earnings, offset by growth in its pet food business. Net profit was $14.3 million from $35 million the year before, after the cyclone badly hit crops and disrupted operations. Managing Director Andy Borland says expansion in the company's proteins division will dent second-half profits, but strong demand will boost performance. The second-half results for the global proteins will be affected by initial trading losses for the Australian and European pet food ingredients plants, as well as the transition of the Australian operations to the new joint venture and the level of apple crop still to be sold within horticulture. With opportunities to further expand global proteins and the expectation of a more normal performance for horticulture for 2024, we're excited for the potential of the group. The company's forecasting a full-year profit of between 14 and 19 million. And you can hear more on this in the Rural News after the 12.30 headlines. Another earnings reports today, Channel Infrastructure, formerly Refining NZ, has reported a 34% drop in its first half profit as it continues its transition to a fuel terminal operator. Net profit fell to $11.4 million, while revenue more than doubled to $64.4 million in the six months ended June. And property investor Precinct Properties has posted a full-year net loss of $147.5 million rather, on the back of a $257 million drop in property values. Leaving aside the revaluation, the underlying profit was up 7% to $102 million. Rental revenue rose 9%, reflecting new office leases. Automotive retail and finance company Turner's expects to post another record full-year profit. The company's annual meeting has heard the profit will beat last year's $45.5 million. Chief Executive Todd Hunter says new branches and tight supply are leading to exceptional performance. Yeah, the reason we've got the confidence around announcing that just four months into the year is trading has been very positive. We've seen a very strong uh, car unit sales out of the auto retail division and strong margins on the cars that we own. The positives in both auto retail and insurance are kind of outweighing the negatives, if you like, in, in the finance business. Todd Hunter says the forecast dividend is expected to be at least $0.24 cents per share. That would be a 4% lift on last year. Well, let's see how the, what the market has made of all of that. We're joined by Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Mark. Another busy day of results. How has the market digested all of that? 
Yeah, good afternoon, Kim. Look, it's uh, fair to say the market's taken it quite positively. Some of those stories that you spoke to earlier uh, has had some solid results. And so the NZX50 gross index is currently at 11,518 points, uh, up a quarter of a percent. Uh, but a couple of those notable movers, so EBOS, as you said earlier, uh, a stronger than expected result for the market is up over 6%, trading at $36.21. Uh, Turner's another very good story that the market has taken fondly to this morning. Uh, that's over four and a quarter percent up. Uh, trading at $3.70. And precinct property, as you said, uh, despite the sort of the reval downwards, uh, the underlying earnings were strong, and that's up over 1.25% trading at $1.28. So a, a good start on the NZX this morning. Good start here. How is Australia looking this morning? Uh, Australia not quite so positive. It's actually opened up uh, relatively flat. So the S&P ASX 200 is at 7,128 points. Uh, a couple of notable movers, however, uh, we've got um, BHP uh, that is trading currently at uh, $43.36, up over one and a quarter percent. James Hardy, the, the home builder, that is trading at $44.54, and that's over up over one and a half percent. But as I say, it's slightly flatter than the New Zealand Open. Right. And how's our dollar trading today? Uh, the, the dollar has recovered from an overnight low, so it actually dipped below 59 cents against the US dollar overnight uh, to recover back towards 59.5. Uh, against the Aussie dollar, we're currently at 92.50. Against the Japanese yen, 86.61. Against the sterling, we're at 46.70. And the euro, 54.80, with the New Zealand trade weighted index currently at 69.70. And that brings us to interest rates, oil and gold. Yes, so interest rates, three-month bank bills, they're trading at 5.68%. Uh, we have 10-year uh, New Zealand government debt, that's trading at 5.17%. Uh, in terms of oil, so West Texas Intermediate, that's dipped below the $80 US mark, so it's at US $79.52 a barrel. And finally, gold, so spot gold, sitting at US dollars 1899 an ounce. Kia ora, Mark. That's Mark Fowler of Hobson Wealth. Just enough time left to tell you consumers cut their spending for a third consecutive quarter, according to StatsNZ, which says retail sales volumes, which discount price moves, fell 1% in the three months ended June, comes after declines in the previous two quarters.